at this devastating weekend. Look ahead towards repairing the extraordinary damage this week of stormy weather has caused. Some things, of course, are fixable. Some things will never be the same. Tonight, a look at the wet week that was Thanksgiving week, 1990. It is Wednesday. Christ is here. The Antichrist is running amok. Now, do we know who the Antichrist is? No, we don't. Could there be alien beings? Of course. Could there be any other type of beings? Of course. Uh, we don't know. Man doesn't know. Man only speculates. Man acts like, act like he know everything. Scientists act like because you're a doctor or a scientist. You know for a fact because you study the book. No, Bob. You don't know for a fact if you didn't live in at that time, then you don't know shit. Give a fuck how many hieroglyphics or texts. If you ain't got a god book to tell you what these words mean or what these symbols mean, then you about as stupid as anybody else. But people are stupid for believing you because how do you know? Do you have any ancient ancestors living that could tell you that language? Okay? It's all deception. The way of the enemy. Now, the enemy has infiltrated our churches. Know that we've spoken that previously. Um, the enemy has infiltrated our homes, has, have, has infiltrated our spirit, has infiltrated our mind. The enemy is here, and people, you have to know your enemy. Know your enemy. These people program your kids to don't to want to be strippers instead of being nurses and doctors and lawyers and productive um, productive citizens as far as helping people. Uh, if you take that away, now you just want to be a stripper. Sure, going to grow up and be hoes. Sell their ass. Excuse me. Dudes don't know what they want to be. It's like the land of the lost. But at the same time, you got to understand that it is what it is. This is the system's design. Okay? The system is designed to hold you back. Okay? Not for progression. Okay? Progress equals success. You have to progress to equal that success. Okay? Uh, you have to crawl before you walk. Same thing. What, one point to another. Alright, people? And, brothers and sisters, what I say to you is this. You have to. Understand that they are ruling you with the religion of the sun god, Baal, whatever other god name, you, some unholy name you choose. But that's who you're worshiping when you go to church on Sunday. That's all right. Um, and it's, it's all this plays a part with the rise, the chips, the credit card scanning, the RFID chips, um, everything. Credit cards, market to be sure. Smartphones, market of beasts. I mean, it's many different marks of the beasts out here already. Your barcode scans for your website. All those things are out here already. So you have to realize that this is not a game. And now, <clears throat> to proceed further on, ladies and gentlemen, time to get into the show. Uh, 
for those that are in La La Land. Okay, here's your theme song. Internet search today on who is the Antichrist will reveal anything from the star of the Baywatch TV series to the current president of the United States. God's word does not instruct us to make ridiculous wild guesses or any guesses for, the, for that matter as to what we think Bible prophecy, prophecy says. In fact, we are specifically told in Peter 2, 1, 20, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. One good key to understanding Bible prophecy is laid out in the principle of the following verse, Isaiah 28.10. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. In this document, we are going to do something totally different for the majority. We are going to discover the truth about who is the Antichrist using the word of God and supported with many sound historical quotes. None of what we cover will be speculation and none will be private interpretation. When you finally realize how to understand the civil symbols of the prophecy and how to comprehend it, you will be surprised how simply it comes together. The contents of this document contain some of my own writings as well as many excerpts from the works and writings of the late Christian Edwardson. He is a much respected author with his work, well supported by scripture and historical quotes for credibility. All the sections are his writing. Now, understanding how Daniel and the Revelation work together is a crucial part of understanding Bible prophecy and identifying identity of the Antichrist. And in the following studies, you will see how Daniel helps unlock the book of Revelation. It would be advisable to read Daniel 2 before beginning as this gives the basic prophetic timeline from Babylon to the second coming. All right? In the book of Daniel, the principle of repetition and enlargement is used. Daniel 2 gives the whole basic prophetic timeline of history in brief, and then each chapter enlarges with more detailed information. Unlocking Daniel's symbol makes the prophecies of Revelation come clear. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. In Daniel 2... We find a king who dreamed of world events that spanned over 2,500 years. Those events have come to pass with such precision that only the hand of God could have been involved. It is a prophecy that most almost been totally fulfilled. Now Daniel 2.1 says, In the second year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and his spirit was so troubled that his sleep left him. This was the king who ruled the great Babylon Empire 600 years before Christ and who built a hanging garden, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream which seemed of great significance, but when he spoke, he could not remember what he had dreamt. So he called his wise men who claimed to see into the future and asked them to tell what he had dreamt. When they admitted they could not, Nebuchadnezzar condemned them to death. Young Daniel, though a prisoner in Babylon, was counted among the wise men for his gift of intelligence and understanding. When the king's captain came to execute Daniel, he asked for time to pray for God to reveal the dream, which of course God did. Then Daniel, taking no credit to himself, went before Nebuchadnezzar and told the king that no mortal man could reveal the dream. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has revealed what will be in the latter days. Now Daniel 2.28, the dream starts with Nebuchadnezzar and marches through history to God's final kingdom. So Daniel told the king what he had dreamt. You, O king... We're watching, and behold, a great image. 
This image head was of fine gold, his chest of arms of silver, his belly of thighs of bronze, his leg of iron, his feet partially of iron and partially of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on his feet of iron and clay, and broke them into pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like shaft from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found, and the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Now, Daniel 2, 31-35. The king was excited. That's exactly what I saw. But Daniel, what does it mean? Daniel continued, continue, You, O king, are the head of gold. The Babylonian Empire of Nebuchadnezzar, which made more lavish use of gold than any kingdom since, was secure as a dominant world power from 605 B.C. to 538 B.C. But he was to be overthrown by a kingdom represented in Daniel 2.32 as the beast and arms of silver. In Daniel 5.28, the next world ruling power is named the joint empire of Medes and Persians. Again, a fitting symbol that the two armed joints joined at the chest to show two kingdoms being the Medes and the Persians. They ruled the world for two centuries, from 538 B.C. to 331 B.C., but they also were overthrown by a third kingdom. This third kingdom depicted in verse 32 as the belly and thighs of bronze, was the Greek empire of Alexander the Great, which was taken over by four generals after he died. And what did Alexander's men wear in battle? Bronze. Bronze chest breastplates. Bronze helmets. Bronze shields. Bronze swords. Once again, God chose a fitting symbol to describe the kingdom that would rule the world from 331 B.C. to 168 B.C. But history doesn't end with this third kingdom. Greece did not rule the world forever, but for, for there was a fourth medal after the gold of Babylon, and the silver of the Medes and the Persians and the bronze of Greece. The next kingdom is represented by iron. Daniel 2.40 says, The fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron. The iron monarchy of Rome was the last world kingdom, which is 168 B.C., overthrew by the Greeks. Just as legs from the longest part of the body, Rome had the longest reign of any other of the world powers. For more than 500 years, half a millennium, Rome was invincible. But what did the Bible predict would happen next? Daniel 2, 41-43 says, Just as you saw that the feet and toes were partially of clay and partially of iron, so this will be a divided kingdom. Now, people... History confirms that this seemingly unconquerable Roman Empire crumbled from within and without. For within, wealth poured into Rome through taxes collected from all over the world, and the simple Roman life was replaced with luxury and pomp. The political world brewed with corruption, crime infiltrated the streets, the work ethic was lost, sexual immorality was rampant, and as the mighty Roman Empire weakened from within, the Rome was attacked without, without and divided into ten smaller kingdoms. Today, we are living right down in the toenails of history. Every part of the prophecy has come to pass except one. Daniel told this and King told the king in verse 34 and 44. You watched the stone was cut out of without hands, which struck the image on his feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. The God of heaven was set upon a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and shall be stand forever. That rock cut out with our hands symbolized Jesus Christ will come to establish his everlasting kingdom. God, through the prophet Daniel, foretold the breakup of the Roman Empire into ten toes of the image, representing the ten kingdoms in which Rome was divided when barbarian tribes carved up the empire. The ten barbarian tribes and their modern names, the Anglo-Saxons, which is England, 
Alemanni, which is Germany. Burgundians, Burgundians, which is Switzerland. The Franks, which is France. The Lombards, which is Italy. Suivi, which is Portugal. Visigoths, which is Spain. Hurila, destroy. Vandals, destroy. Ostrogoths, destroy. These last three have no modern names, for they originally took place over parts of the Roman Empire, but were eventually destroyed, plucked up by the root, as Daniel 7, 7, 8, 20, and 24 foretold. Daniel 2, 41 to 43 says, Ten toes, ten kings, and just as iron and clay won't mix together, so the ten kings will not be joined. No matter how many battles are fought, no matter how many Hitlers or Napoleons or Charmelaines seek to conquer, the Bible says the world will never be united under one ruler again. Only one kingdom is left to be established, that of the Messiah, the Rock of Ages, who paid a remarkable visit to this planet 2,000 years ago, is going to pay us another visit. The Messiah is going to make quite interest this second time. The heavens will rumble with a great shout as the trumpets blast and the angels sing. Then the Messiah and the angelic host will swoop down in a cloud of glory to gather all his faithful ones. Understand it for what it is, people. He's not going to be on a cloud, but understand what it is. Now, Daniel 7 enlarges on Daniel 2. The mothership is coming. You heard? How do we know this? Remember that Daniel 2 gives us the whole basic timeline, from Babylon to beyond the second coming of Christ. Keeping that in mind, Daniel 2 informs us that the fourth kingdom is the leg and the feet of iron with ten toes, divided Europe. And Daniel 7 says the fourth beast has iron and ten horns, divided Europe. In both chapters, we have a consistent theme, and we are most significantly told that these represent the fourth kingdom on earth, that they both break in pieces. The Bible is not inconsistent, and therefore this fourth kingdom is one and the same, starting with the leg, the iron legs. Now understand, it's not inconsistent. It's not inconsistent in this fraud, and it's not inconsistent in this truth, okay? It's a balance, people. Even their lies are consistent. <clears throat> now, Daniel 2.40, And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron. For as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these, shall it break in pieces and bruise. Daniel 7, 7. And behold, the fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and it, it had a great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it and had ten horns. Daniel 7, 23. The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and devour, devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it into pieces. So inescapably, the Daniel's prophetic portrayal corresponds to his, its historical fulfillment that the great English historian Edward Gibbon, 1737 to 1794, though not a Christian or Bible believer himself, wittingly or unwittingly used scripture language in his monumental history of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire when he wrote, Images of gold or silver or brass that might serve to represent the nations as their kings were successively broken by the Iron Monarchy of Rome. Historians mark 168 B.C. as a starting point of the Iron Monarchy of Rome. On June 22nd, as the Battle of Pandanda, the Greeks fell to the Romans who ruled the then-known world to about 40, 476 A.D. Let's give one more example using the first kingdom. Since Daniel 7.23 tells us that the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, and Daniel 7.17 says, These great beasts which are four are four kings, then the first beast, of course, the first kingdom, which Daniel 7, 4 says, the first was like a lion, had eagle's wings. And Daniel 2, 37, 38, speaking of the metal iron, the metal man, Daniel says to Nebuchadnezzar, you, O king, are this head of gold. This lion on the Ishtar gate for the ancient ruins of Babylon is one of the many, and is not coincidence. 
The evidence is overwhelming for both the Bible and the history that Daniel 7 is indeed enlarged on Daniel 2 and so on. So what does this all tell us? Again, using the principles of repetition. Okay? People and enlargement. We now know from Daniel 2, 37 and 38 that Babylon is the first kingdom. You, O king, are this head of gold. From Daniel 5, 28. 8, 1 through 7, 8, 20. We know that Medo-Persia conquered Babylon. Daniel 5, 28. Your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Daniel 8, 20. The ram which you saw have two horns are the kings of the Media and Persia. From Daniel 8, 1, 7, 21. We know Greece conquered Medo-Persia. Daniel 8, 21. And the rough goat is the king of Grecia. And the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. God did not name the fourth kingdom directly as he knew the Bible would be in the hands of a very powerful church for a very long period of time, would be prone to editing if they knew that they were described in these prophetic books of Bible of the Bible. However, there is no mistake in the history reveals Rome conquered Greece and that the fourth kingdom is described as having iron legs, Daniel two thirty three, iron teeth, Daniel seven seven, and that Rome is known as the Iron Monarchy. I that fell and was divided into ten kingdoms. Daniel seven twenty three twenty four. Alright, people. Now, let's start with a brief summary of points that establish who and what is the Antichrist and then steadily go into more detail while using a large number of historical quotes to corroborate what is presented here. Some are surprised to know. Okay? That the word Antichrist does not appear even once in the whole book of Revelation. The word Antichrist appears occurs only five times and only in the books of first and second John. John two eighteen through twenty two. He is the Antichrist that denied Jesus Christ. In John's time there were many Antichrists, he says they were out from them, the church, but were not of them, or they would have continued with them. This tells us the Antichrist came from God's true church, but they went on out on their own. Now, John 1 John 4, 1-3 Test the spirits Every spirit that denies Jesus comes in the flesh Is the spirit of the Antichrist John 2, 1-11 Those that deny Jesus came in the flesh And those that deny Jesus came in the flesh Are a deceiver and Antichrist Antichrist against or in place of Christ Attacked in Christ's character Gnosticism Specifically with regard to love expressed And obedience to God's ten commandments Alright who, what is one method Satan uses to deny the Antichrist? Second Corinthians 11, 3-4, 30-15 Appear as apostles of Christ but preach a different Jesus Okay, does the Bible give us a way to identify the Antichrist power? Review Daniel 2 to get a prophetic blueprint of history Babylon, Medio, Persia, Greece, Rome Ten divisions of Rome Kingdom of the Stone Now apply the principle of <clears throat> repetition and law to Daniel's next vision Prophecy symbols, beasts, king, kingdoms, political powers, Daniel 7 through 17, 23. Horns, heads, subdivisions of political powers, Daniel 7 through 24, 8, 21 through 22. Wings, speed or swiftness, winds, war, strife, Jeremiah 49, 30, 35 through 37. C, multitudes of people, Revelation 17 through 1, 17, 1 and 15. Daniel 7, 1 through 8, Daniel's version of the four beasts. The lion. Babylon, wings represent conquering speed, King Nebuchadnezzar, the bear, 
Medio Persia. One shoulder raised above the other represents the dominance of the Medes over Persians. The three ribs represent the three kingdoms overthrown by this kingdom Egypt, Lydia, and Babylon. That's Daniel 820. The leopard, Greece. Four wings representing great conquering speed. The four speeds, four heads represent Alexander the Great's four generals who ruled Greece after his death Seleucus, Ptolemy, Lysimachus, and Cassandra. Cassandra. Daniel 8, 21 through 22, Daniel 7. Daniel 8. All right, the different beasts. Rome. The ten horns, the division of Rome. Same as the toes of chapter 2. The ten horns are the ten divisions of the Roman Empire as it fell apart. These were the Anglo-Saxons, which is England. Okay, Germany. Heriolu, extinct 493, 493, 493 AD. The Vandals, extinct 534 AD. The Ostrogoths, extinct 538 AD. The Visigoths, which is Spain. Suivi, which is Portugal, the Lombards, which is Italy, the Burgundians, which is Swift, and the Franks, which is France. These, what, the nine characteristics help identify the little horn power. Location, out the fourth beast among the ten horns, the papacy arose out of Rome among the ten tribal divisions of Rome. Timing, after the ten were established, the papacy became a political power by decree of the Roman emperor, just Justinian in AD 538, which was after the emergence of the ten tribal divisions that emerged as Roman Empire fell apart in AD 476. Uprooted three of the ten horns as the papacy came to prominence and influenced pagan Roman armies to destroy three of the tribes which opposed its Christian doctrine. These three were the Vandals, the Ostrogoths, okay. The Vandals, the Ostrogoths, and the Herulans. Alright, the last of these were destroyed in A.D. 538 when Justinian's decree went into effect. Eyes, mouths of men. The papacy has a man as its visible head. Persecutes the saints. Every hair of the papal persecution during the Dark Ages, Inquisition, etc. More than 50 million Protestant Christians tortured and killed by the Catholic Church. Different from the other ten horns, the papacy was a really religio Political entity different from the kingdoms before it. Speak out against God. Verse eight says it will utter boastful or blasphemous things. One quote of many like it from the Prompta Biblioethia Canonica Juridicia Morialis Theologica appearing in the Catholic Encyclopedia Volume Okay, page volume five. Page 25 to 29. The Pope is of so great dignity and so exalted that he is not a mere man, but as it were, God and the vicar of God. The Pope is, as it were, God on earth, chief king of kings, having plentiful power. Little Horn attempts to change God's times and laws. The papacy deleted the second commandment of the Decalogue on ideal. Adultery, changing the Sabbath to Sunday in favor of the sun worship, and divided the Ten Commandments on converting into two parts to get back to Ten Commandments. Have power for a time, times and half a time, three and a half years, 42 months, or 1260 days. That's in Revelation 12, 6, 14. Applying the prophetic days for year principle established in Numbers 1434 and is equal 4, 6. That equals 1260 years. The papacy listed in primary power from A.D. 538 to 1798. Okay, in which year Napoleon's general, Berthier, marched into Rome, deposed the Pope, and carried him into exile where he died. Alright, now. How does Daniel's vision compare with John's vision in Revelation 13? Okay. 
A lot of Bible prophecy can be understood by comparing revelations with the Old Testament and the book of Daniel in particular. Almost two-thirds of revelation can be found in the Old Testament, and this is a key for unlocking Bible prophecy and revealing who is the Antichrist. Now, the Antichrist power in Daniel 7 and in Revelation 13. Daniel 7, four beasts from the sea. Revelation 13, four beasts from the sea. Daniel 7, lion. Revelation is lion. Daniel 7, the bear. Revelation 13, the bear. Daniel 7, the leopard. Daniel 13, the leopard. Daniel 7, the ten-horned beast. Revelation 13, the ten-horned beast. Revelation, um, Daniel 7, mouth speaking great things. Revelation 13, mouth speaking great things. Makes war with the saints. Daniel 7, Revelation 13, makes war with the saints. Power for three and a half years, equal 42 months. Daniel 7, Revelation 13, power for 42 months. These perfect parallels are not coincidental. God deliberately concealed many things like this so that they would not be seen until the time of the end. This applies to most prophecies involving the book of Daniel. Now, Daniel 12:4. But you, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. History reveals only one power that has persecuted Christians for 1260 years, and only one power that had the privilege of taking out three of the ten kingdoms from the collapse of the Roman Empire. It could be no other than the papacy on these two points alone. And as we see seen there as far more identifying points, the enemy will always have someone he can find to dispute truth, and this is no exemption. So further to the document, we will cover the history in greater detail with a large number of historical quotes, proving in the fact that the papacy did rule for this very significant 1260-year period from 538 to 1798 and uprooted three of the ten kingdoms from the collapse of the Roman Empire that opposed them. Now... Ezekiel 4, 6. And when you have accomplished them, lie again on your right side, and you shall bear the inequity of the house of Judah 40 days. All right? After the number of days in which you search the land, even 40 days each day for a year, shall you bear your inequities even 40 years, and you shall know my breach of promise. Luke 13, 32-33. And he said unto them, Go you, and tell the, that fox, Behold, I cast out the devils, and I do cures to the days of tomorrow and the third day I shall be perfected nevertheless I will, must walk today and tomorrow and the following for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem alright but anyway people right we're going to go into the names of the Antichrist and we're going to wrap up the show I'd like to say thank you for checking me out alright um, two names really people we got the Antichrist the man of sin, the son of perdition, the lawless one, the beast, the bloody and deceitful one, the wicked one, the man on the, of the earth, the mighty man, the enemy, the adversary, the head of over many countries, the violent man, the Assyrian, the king of Babylon, son of the morning, yeah, your favorite rapper song, Jay-Z, the spoiler, the nail, the branch of the terrible ones, the profane and wicked prince of Israel, the little horn, the prince that shall come. The vile person. Okay, people, so look out for these, all these words that they got out here. All right? It's not a game. All right? So, just get your weight up, people. And i like to say thank you for checking out the show. Greatly appreciate it. Until we meet again Friday, we are the past, we are the present, we are the future. All right? Oh, yeah.
the ballot or it'll be the vote. It'll be liberty or it'll be death. And if you're not ready to pay that price, don't use the word freedom in your vocabulary. We want to have just an off-the-cuff chat between you and me. Uh, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. America's problem is us. We're her problem. The only reason she has a problem is she doesn't want us